Hey everybody. We are kicking off season three of Joint Hypothesis and season three is science themed. We really wanted to get into cannabis science um, and talk a lot about what's happening in the body when we take it because a lot of us are really um, health conscious and we care about not only our health but our overall well-being and our happiness like that and we consume weed for those reasons so we just want to understand what research is out there what do people know about it whether it be research in the biomedical market or what tech has even come up with to to kind of connect with weed but basically yeah this season is dedicated to research and science and breaking some stuff down so that once again we can consume safely responsibly and in ways that are like fulfilling and help us live healthy and happy lives so we have our first guest here ariel if y'all could give us a virtual applause for ariel <laughs> but y'all ariel is your not so average 20 year old weed prodigy and today she sits here in studio b in a navy floral maxi skirt a head full of dark pink curls and two nose piercings she works at mr nice guys one of the dopest head shops in missouri no pun intended <laughs> I'm weak. We're not going to make it through. We also had this orange... Um, orange walker. Orange walker. Yeah. And it the room smells like orange juice, y'all. And it normally smells like loud. But <laughs> this this is like the, be- the best tasting... Oh, the best tasting product I think I've had yet, for real. It's so good. It's so good. We even even finished it. It's like, I be rolling Mega J's, so... That was huge, for no reason. So for I feel... all the reasons. Why would you waste the whole paper? If the paper is king size, then the the joint's king size. That's why would how... you smoke Shaq's thumb in a joint? Mm, to have a good time. How many do you want me to roll? A bunch of little ones? Nope. Let's I save time. To... I don't know. Yeah. I like the fatties. I just, I've had cones, so like, mine are like thin joints. Yeah, but cones, I, I was smoking too many of them to be... Yeah, I've smoked them once than that. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, that shit's nuts. I mean, people sometimes will, like, put two pieces of paper together and roll up. I know, I just don't see the point. Yeah. I actually wonder, and this is a joint hypothesis, hypothesis that I quite literally have, is that when you make those mega joints like that you know people always say you're wasting weed so does it actually burn better like if you have a big fat i feel like it burns faster it burns faster like i feel like that is kind of a waste a little bit especially towards the middle like i don't know so you think like I don't know, like, it burns so fast that it's not entering a lot, like, it's it's burning, and it's not, like, you inhaling, it's just burning naturally faster. Yeah. Mm. So, I feel like, okay, not to get real nerdy, but that sounds like an increased surface area of the joint, if we're looking at the little cross section of the joint, the little circles of the joint, you was gonna inhale, increased cross... <laughs> I can't. You're so high. I'm so high. But I feel like, follow me though. Okay. Increased cross section of a burning surface, a burning cigarette, would 
equal faster burn time. And I wonder why. And I'm going to, like, actually do my research later and see if there's a sort of, like... I feel like there's increased airflow. Increased airflow. Oh. Which would make it burn faster. Oh. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, less resistance, maybe. Yeah. Or just, like, yeah, more air coming in. Because, like, people give me shit because I packed... I pack tight cones, but mm-hmm. like my shit's not gonna burn. You have to bowl. Like right. that shit is staying where you leave it. And oxygen is one of the three things you need to burn. So yeah. I think you just answer my joint hypothesis. You little scientist, you. No oh, thanks. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's my brain and everything. So regarding this whole question on whether larger joints burn material faster, I got a quick note on some of the adjacent research on this question regarding cigarettes. So overall, it's been documented that increasing the circumference of a cigarette increases the rate at which the mass of tobacco within it burns. And it's true that the main factor is the larger cross-sectional area of the material that's being burned at a given time. But a kind of interesting, uh, more subtle reason that I saw while looking into this was that the 3D surface area of the burning area also plays a role. Specifically, what I mean by that is that the... A thicker cigarette would have a lower surface area to volume ratio with regards to like the area that's being like hot and heated and burned at a given time. And so there's relatively less surface area for the heat to dissipate out of when you're looking at that kind of central coal that's in the middle. And this would cause the material to burn slightly faster in between puffs as that coal is cooling down. And this would add to that impact of the larger cross-sectional area. So assuming this all translates into joints and cannabis, this would explain why larger joints burn material faster, which, as Renee and Ariel mentioned, doesn't necessarily waste weed, but can make it easier to do so. Yay! Ariel's here to educate us, just like she educates customers on decisions they make around consumption. And the last part of her bio that I gotta add, because I'm a little bit petty, is just that, like, honestly, sadly enough, she believes that Harry Styles' fashion sense is, like, something to swoon about. And she just believes in him a lot more than I do. Just look at it. <sighs> Open your eyes. Harry's an okay dude, you know? He, he's cool, he ain't do so nothing. Kind. But I'm not gonna lie, like, his style is just... I wanna... Let me Style isn't you. his name. Yeah. He does. I, I don't know. I really like his tour outfits lately. Ugh. All this, like, open The purple one you showed me was honestly gorgeous. I'm not going to That's the lie. thing. He has a lot of outfits like that. You just gotta... I'm telling you, stay off Google. Get on Pinterest because I'm I'm pulling it up right now. Like... Yeah, my homegirl every once in a while sends me something on Pinterest and I'm like, I guess... Look at him. Oh. Okay, that looks good. But yeah, that's he basic. Was, yeah, just it doesn't have like to be that. like... He'll be dressed on, he, it's like, it's like the elaborate outfits are like, yeah, it's not He's giving. Got the frillies on the It's sling. not giving. It's what? only giving because it's in black and white. That don't no, look like hold it fit, on. Right? It mm-hmm. does. We're, we're going to find it in color. Mm-hmm. Material. Mm, checked all that. But I'm just being petty. If you are Harry Styles fans, please, please don't send hate mail. Um, it's frilly. You just look horrified. Oh, yeah, because he looks lame. Man. He seems cool, and I want him to dress good. That's what I'm saying. But anyways, let's talk about you, because Harry, I, or whatever, but 
I wanted you to come on this podcast and drop some knowledge. So first off, y'all, I met Ariel through our lovely <laughs> intern crew member, Bailey. And Ariel and Bailey are actually sisters. So once again, keeping the family close, the connections here. I don't know. Cannabis community is just pretty cool. But I just wanted to talk to you today about, like, one, the work you do, because I think it's so cool that, like, you're so young, but you also just know so much about pot, and it's like, you talk about it in, like, I feel like a very responsible way. Like, you're always like, you know, what would be the best decision for me? And it's like, what is the easiest? What is the healthiest? Like, you're always weighing your little pros and cons and stuff like that. I don't always apply them. I mean, yeah, no, we don't. That's I'm still very, very reckless, but I, I don't encourage. You're experimenting. Yeah. You're experimenting. You always be testing your little joint hypothesis. But honestly, you're from like me watching you like, no, you're a very mature, very responsible 20 year old. And I always think it's very important to have like more conversations about how young people should like engage with cannabis because like people are just so quick to just say not to do it and like obviously like i don't know we just got quote unquote out of a pandemic and it's like we have like these series of crises around mental health and everything else in the world we've always had these series of crises and it's been something that's always helped in hard times and it's always been something that made stuff better in better times so like why are we like surprised that like young people are like experimenting with it when like we've always done it so it's just good to have you on here repping for real well thank you so how about we get into like what you do from day to day at mr nice guy like what does the average day look like what are you talking to people about? What what is what is the the deal with like weed in a business like that? Cause they're not a dispensary, right? No, we're not a. We're a technic. I don't. Most of my day is answering that question on if we're a dispensary or not. Mm-hmm. Because it does say cannabis dispensary outside. We are a technical cannabinoid dispensary, so oh. we have different. Can you say that again. A technical cannabinoid dispensary. Why technical? Because most, or not like that. I'm saying it's technically oh. a cannabinoid dispensary. Okay. But um, we have like all of our cannabis products are derived from hemp rather than the actual marijuana plant. Mm-hmm. So it is from the cannabis sativa plant. They're just not. It's un. Everything's gonna be under zero point three percent delta nine THC. Mm-hmm. But basically we just like explain what that means to people and like how it's legal and what the different cannabinoids that we sell are mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. go ahead no you're doing great i was just gonna say yeah okay let's unpack some of that so you're talking about it technically being a cannabinoid store or a cannabinoid dispensary okay let's compare that to a regular dispensary so you would say a regular dispensary sells what? I would say a regular dispensary sells marijuana. Marijuana, okay. And we everything in our store is hemp derived. So we have connect, we have, like Delta Nine, mm-hmm. but it's not the Delta Nine that you would find in a dispensary because that comes from the marijuana plant. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what the the hemp plant, how are people able to get so people are still able to get Delta 9 marijuana from yes. a hemp plant, basically. Yeah, see, I don't know the exact science behind it because I'm very high and kind of <laughs> forgetful. It's fine. But basically, they were able to isolate THC molecules in hemp after the 2018 Farm Bill was passed, mm. making hemp legal for use again. Got another note here. Um, I wanted to piggyback some off of what Ariel had mentioned about the 2018 Farm Bill and maybe clarify some details. So... For one, both hemp and marijuana are both cannabis. Um, marijuana just has a higher THC content, but what this law did was created a legal distinction between the two based on that threshold that um, hemp flower has 0.3% delta-9 THC or less. So cannabinoid products are all legal to sell as long as they were extracted or derived from flower that meets this definition of hemp. Mainly, we just wanted to emphasize that this bill is the origin of the legal distinction that allows for cannabinoid dispensaries to exist at all. But yeah, that's all. So they found a way to basically like make Delta-8 and make things that will still get you high. Like Delta-8 and THCO and HHC. And even, well, THCO is kind of dicey because I'm pretty sure that's about to become a class one substance. What? It's, well, oh. because um, I don't remember the exact reasoning behind it, but like, the government doesn't quite understand how it works, so they're classifying it as a synthetic cannabinoid, which I guess kind of makes sense because they, um, like, scientists altered the molecule to make it acetylated. Oh. But, I don't know, it's still, like, hemp-derived. It's not synthetic, you know? Right. Interesting. And wait, what what is what cannabinoid are you referring to? THCO. THCO. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into cannabinoids. I think everyone knows, you know, the most popular one, THC, which we always say THC is the one that induces... Uh, it's the psychotropic. Psych yes, psychotropic. It induces different effects that keep your mind... They alter how your mind works and they alter how your body works. Temporarily, of course. So... Looking at all of the cannabinoids are all of them, you know, they all have different effects on your body and typically people don't know about many of them. And I don't actually know how many of them are actually found, you know, commonly in the average marijuana plant. So, yeah. I feel like most, most of the plants, at least to my understanding, like every plant has like every cannabinoid. It's just not every like product derived from that plant is going to have them all so not all of them are even being used right or are even being used when people like actually harvest the flower all right so can we get into the different cannabinoids and you know start maybe with the ones that uh you know don't necessarily uh make you super high but like just have different effects on your body sure which ones do you want to know about um okay let's start with cbd cbd is pretty popular too the cbd what do you want to know about i mean just who would take cbd why would they take cbd 
So CBD is really used for a multitude of purposes. Its main thing is just to bring your body to homostasis, which is your internal yin and yang. Um, think of it like a daily vitamin, just kind of like adjusting your, uh, what is it? I don't remember what the receptor is called, but like mm-hmm. it sits underneath the receptor that absorbs your endocannabinoids and it just like props it up a little bit and makes it, it just balances you out. Like mm-hmm. it does its job. Hey. It's like a daily vitamin, but made out of him. They're uh, good for, uh, it's good for long-term effects rather than short-term effects. Okay. And do people usually smoke CBD or they take it other ways? Um, CBD can be ingested a lot of ways. People smoke it. We also, by a store, we have a lot of edibles. We have bath bombs. We have topicals. A lot of tinctures. Like, they're... Any way you can probably think of to consume CBD, you probably can. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think anything else to add about CBD or that sums it up? N- not to, That pretty much sums it up. It's just like it's, a, it's good to balance you out. So if it was a drink at Starbucks, what would CBD be? I don't even know how to answer that question. Yeah. Would it be like a caffeinated latte? Would it be like an Earl Grey tea? It would be a chai tea. A chai tea? It would be a chai tea. Yeah. Hot or cold, either way, it feels like you're balanced out after you drink one. Balanced out. Mm. That's how I feel about chai, at least. It's very it's very just like a therapeutic, like, mm, I feel good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole body is yeah. like... It's just a relaxing, like, this is nice, like... Okay. I'm enjoying this. Okay. Definitely not a coffee, though. Right. For right. sure a tea. Okay, bet. Bet. CBD, the cute tea. And then let's get into the, like, you know, the rare ones. The ones that we don't really talk about a lot. Okay. CBC, CBG, and CBN. Okay. Um. So CBC... I'm pretty. Let me check this real quick because I do not want and to be wrong. And this girl is so prepared, y'all, that she has notes. She has notes. Always with the notes. So CBD, CBC, sorry, is good for like reducing inflammation and acne and stuff, and it stimulates your appetite. Mm. So it basically does exactly that. I'm pretty sure it's. Or no, I'm thinking of CBG. CBG is good for cardiovascular health. Oh, interesting. I, Every every cannabinoid has its own specific purpose, and it is so interesting how it all works. Yeah. So if I were gonna like try to consume CBC, like, would it be through the regular weed I'm smoking? Do I have to get a little something extra? Is so it edibles? You can find um when you're looking for weed, like assuming you're going through a dispensary, you can find the cannabinoid profiles on almost every single item at least like Missouri Zone has like uh specific edibles that have specific cannabinoids as like their front runner oh and then I know flower also like you can see the cannabinoid profile and stuff and on the percentages on uh the back of the label it should also say that okay so you can find a lot of products that um you know have CBC in them even yeah. if we don't maybe see that much of stuff like that and you know, the typical weed that we're smoking. You can also buy it isolated, though, like, if you don't um, mm. typically consume weed. Mm-hmm. Like, we sell mainly, like, isolated cannabinoids, like CBG and CB- CBN and CBD and stuff. 
Oh, cool. And CBN's like actually my favorite. Okay, let's move to that one. I almost never use it, but um, it is my favorite thing to like tell people about. Mm-hmm. So, ba- you know, when you get weed and you like leave it out, by the way, you have some weed left out, like in a grinder that's open. Mm-hmm. So this is relevant to that. Okay. Um, If you leave weed out for too long and it goes stale and it makes you really tired, it's because it's become cannabidol, which is the final stage for every... um cannabinoid and it makes you go to sleep so i refer to that i refer to cbn as the nighttime cannabinoid because it that's its sole purpose is to make you go to sleep wow and that one we have a lot of people who like don't we get a lot of people who just want to go to bed and like never get any sleep and they want to try like anything but they can't get high for like work reasons or like it makes them paranoid and they just want rest and we have a lot of people who love cbn for that reason okay and do people smoke cbn or do they consume by edibles um you can consume cbn uh, the same ways that you can consume cbd so anything that almost anything that we have um for cbd we have a cbn form for even topicals not topicals right now but i know that you can find them at other places okay cbn on the skin yes nice and then cbg i think i actually might have had a soda or something like that that had cbg in it yeah and it it might have been for like nausea yeah it's um i'm pretty sure cbc and both cbg are good for like reducing stomach inflammation mm-hmm. but um i really love the way cbg feels when paired with like edibles and stuff uh the me- they have a sativa mega pearl that has cbg in it and they are so fun i feel like it definitely provides me a happier high than just a- the regular sativa mega pearl i had one today it was great hey and you guys saw me today i was happy wow okay so we need, we need some CBG, we need some CBN, and we need some CBC. Definitely. Oh, sounds great. So, what, what Starbucks drinks would, I guess, these ones be? Like, are they more teas? Are they more coffees? CBC is a coffee, for okay. sure. CBC is the coffee. CBC is a coffee. Okay. Kind of C- CBG, too, honestly. Okay. Um, hmm. I don't really know what CBN would be. There's not really much at Starbucks that's just like, you know what, I'm going to bed now. The lab, if there was a lab. If they team. had, like, you know what, the Gelateria on South Grand has um, a lavender honey latte. Mm-hmm. If CBN were a coffee, it would be that. Okay. Very so it would like, still have coffee in it? Or maybe, maybe just anything lavender, honestly. Like, yeah. or a lavender chamomile tea. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's it. Knocked out. Bed, like, you're not getting up. In fact, you're some out. milk and some honey. Oh, yes. that makes it tonight. That sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then let's, let's get up the ladder. So I feel like we've talked a lot about these teas and these tea lattes, but we're working our way up with potency and things that have, I guess, more stronger effects on what's happening in the head and with movement and balance and coordination all those sorts of fun and silly things like we're getting higher so i'm definitely getting higher we're (laughs) we're getting higher quite literally (laughs) but let's let's talk about okay our favorite thc is there anything about thc that you think people should know that usually they don't know that's a really good question i wish i had something for that um you're gonna come back to me on that. Okay. 
I'll, I'll give it some thought. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Or even misconceptions about THC. Oh, yeah. Actually. Okay. I have a lot of beef with the misconceptions about THC. and oh, okay. Okay. I'm really tired of the notion that um, THC makes you sluggish and lazy. <laughs> I'm really sick of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am the most productive in the entire world when I'm high. That's and like honestly. I I really think that anybody who thinks that just needs to try a better sativa strain mm-hmm. and just keep it rolling. Literally, keep it rolling. Ooh, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Oh. But I... It, th- there's nothing that makes me more mad than people are just like, oh, you smoke weed. Like, you just lay in bed all day. No. I do a lot of stuff, usually because I'm high, like, right yeah it's yeah. my main misconception like clarification this felt like a time for an obligatory reminder that there are plenty of activities that should not be done under the influence of thc this includes of course driving operating heavy machinery um, but also other laws like how in missouri it's illegal to be high as a passenger in a car so as always be aware of the law and be safe it definitely can be like that for some people like mm-hmm. everybody's body works differently but i think people would be surprised how many more people feel motivated with uh right with having thc in this in their system yeah motivated clear inspired yeah like... definitely inspired like i just want to get up and like do things all day and like go outside, be in the sun, like... Some things just feel a little bit more beautiful, too, yeah, you know? Like, I took a 100-milligram edible last week and walked home in the rain. Amazing. It was... Because it, it was, like, 70 degrees outside. It couldn't have been better. Like, it would have been fine sober, but, like, God, it felt good, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Everyone should get days like that, you know? Yeah. Facts. Facts. We need, like, people to live, like, more whimsical lives, I think. I think so, too. Everyone is so afraid of just being a little bit more silly. Facts. Facts. laugh a little, guys. Come on. Come on. Like, be for real. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I sound like your sister. (laughs) You really do. (laughs) It's like (laughs) B-F-F-R. Bro. Side eye. Oh, wait till she comes on. Guys, we're going to have Bailey on. Speaking of. Side eye. (laughs) Side eye. Side eye. We're not side eyeing her. She just is like a walking side eye. For real. She's she's all of our fire for real at the podcast. But Bailey's going to be talking about her, actually the adverse experiences she has with um, THC and, you know, psychotropic marijuana. So we'll have more time to talk about, you know, you know what maybe consuming is not a good idea or a lot of the parts of the plant are for you and what actually does work for her and the you know the plant family so look forward to her um episode also working on that this weekend and how are you mm -hmm. oh fun yeah probably tomorrow yeah it's gonna be good but let's get back to our cannabinoids so we can you know get this uh this content out or whatever but i feel like 
we've covered the teas, we've covered kind of the tea coffee. So let's get into our our coffees. Let's get into our Americanos, the espresso shots, Americanos, the, yes. the double shots, the red eyes, the crazy stuff. So what's beyond THC? Because I don't think people even know that there's stuff beyond THC. Well, THC is kind of just, there are a lot of different kinds of it. Like, ah. there is obviously like the traditional Delta 9 THC, which is what like most people are familiar with. Like when you think weed, like you're probably thinking of Delta 9, mm-hmm. like you get out of dispensary. But there's also Delta 8 and Delta 10 and mm-hmm. HHC and THCO, which is a really, it's it's a fun one despite its controversy. And THCA also another really fun one the things that they're able to do with THCA we just got um at my at Mr. Nice Guy well slash like CBD Kratom Mm -hmm. we just got 1000 milligram THCA diamonds whoa they burn to 88.87 percent delta 9 what but it's hemp derived, so the THCA is like How? I don't know How? science. Like I don't know, man. Science, like, I don't know, man. I don't know, but that's all. Like that one's really cool and exciting because, like, when you look at like if you ever get concentrated at a dispensary and like you actually go through the label, like what you're gonna see the high percentage of is THCA. So it's really cool to see that mm. like in a in a store that's hemp derived. Mm. Wow. Yeah. We're getting there. Okay, so then let's compare. We we know that when you say THC, most of the time people think Delta 9. Yeah. But Delta 8 and Delta 10 just came out. We saw that happening in all 50 states in America. Like, it didn't matter if we was legal or yes. not. How were they able to get this? And was it weed? Was it the same? Like, what, is, what would you compare, how would you compare Delta 8 and Delta 10 and Delta 9? So, the reason they're able to do it is because in 2018, a farm bill was passed basically allowing hemp to be used as long as it was kept under 0.9%, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, 0.3% Delta 9. So, that's how it was used, and potheads are just so smart, so they were like, you know what, if we can use hemp, we can get high, like, watch this, guys. Mm-hmm. And they developed Delta T- Delta 8, which is, like, uh, I a lot of, the one of my coworkers calls it, like, a diet weed, it's basically mm-hmm. just, like, low-dose weed, mm-hmm. and that was, like, amazing all on its own, and then they just kept going and finding other, like... Uh, THC molecules that weren't Delta 9 within the hemp plant. Mm, mm. So there's always a way. Where there's a, well, there's a way. And I definitely yeah, want to. there's sp- a pothead, there's a way. Right? I want to spend more time to even delving into how they were able to say, you know what? We, like, like okay, if you isolate the Delta 8 and the Delta 10 then why do you have full flower that can be smoked that's full of them? So are you taking it from other flower and putting it on this random flower? Like, how does that work? I think it's more so than just able to, like, isolate the active molecules within that specific part of the plant. Oh. That's my guess. They I alter the plant in a way where it, it produces that. I That would be my guess. Oh, okay. Well, y'all know we always do our fact checks, so. Definitely do. 
I wanted to add a quick note here on how Delta-8 and these other cannabinoids are made, but I think I'll keep this short since the overall topic of cannabinoid manufacturing is probably worth dedicating an episode to in the future. So, but keeping this to just Delta-8, the first thing to note is that it's made and not grown. Um, it does grow in lower concentrations in pretty much all cannabis strains, but that concentration is minimal to a point where it's not really viable to even selectively grow flour that has a substantial amount of Delta-8 in it. So instead, the CBD of hemp flour is turned into Delta-8 THC through a process called isomerization. And I'm not going to try to get into the specifics, but it essentially involves dissolving uh, the extracted CBD in an acid that causes it to form Delta-8 and potentially other cannabinoids depending on the process that's used. So when you see Delta-8 flower, it's usually hemp flower that's been dipped in some kind of Delta-8 extract or a powdered Delta-8 distillate so that when you smoke it, the Delta-8 THC takes effect. But yeah, that's the gist of how it's made. We're so far good. <laughs> so far good. <laughs> Bro. Okay. All this right. one of my boss asked me if it was a good idea for me to take an edible today because I can't think. Who needs to think? We're just feeling and vibing. That just is so kidding. True. This is a stoner epistemology. And epistemology means how people know what they know, which I think is so fascinating. So it's like, you know, some people learn about weed from reading a research article online. But there's not too many that are out there, at least that fit the quality of research that I'm used to seeing in the biomedical world. And there's some useful stuff out there, but then it's a very dense and sometimes doesn't get to the point. And one article doesn't really do much. Like there's not a ton of review articles. So a lot of people get their info from the dispensary. And, you know, that seems to be a great place to start. They have good pamphlets and stuff. They're dedicating themselves to customers. But most... Often they're also dedicating themselves to, you know, profit and things like that. So if you want to go a step further and, you know, learn things about the plant, I think after that it's time to talk to people who have used it and really get in in that, that first, um, you know, the secondhand experience. And then after that, it's the firsthand where you actually try it yourself. So, you know, we just, we just, we just be trying like, bring awareness to the different ways that people can learn about pot quite simply and um there are definitely also a lot of good youtube videos and ted talks rachel knox has a really good ted talk on the um endocannabinoid system and how thc molecules interact with that system in your body which i just think is an interesting read because one of our main things that the company i work for like prides itself on is um like the education of the staff Mm -hmm. so we're all held to like a relatively high standard on what we know um about what we're selling because it we it is technically a health and wellness store and we are like in in a way influencing like how people are living so it is really good to stay on top of that Mm -hmm. yeah no it's definitely great i think you guys do an excellent job at providing people with good experiences and it's like I don't know it's good that you guys do that and I definitely want to see like that being the model standard out there because me too because I really um I, I went to another store that is 
I'm not going to say which one it was, but it is similar to CBD Kratom and set, it, like a CBD Kratom Mr. Nice Guy mm-hmm. and how it's set up with like a side that has CBD and stuff on it and a side that has glass and mm-hmm. the staff there just doesn't know what anything is and they mm-hmm. don't have any idea how to help anyone like and tell them what it is. So I think I'm really grateful that I work for a company that values knowledge so highly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it matters. <laughs> it does. It's not comforting to go to a place and ask people like, hey, what does this do? I don't know. Right. Because why don't you know? Right. Like, there should be more training for things that have any kind of psychotropic or physical effect on you. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks for being out here and doing the good work. It's so fascinating that we just keep learning about these new cannabinoids and trying to do things with them. I know. Put them in products to consume. and It's like there are new ones every week, too, which is so cool. Like, I imagine if you actually work in the... Uh, Chem- or not, I want to say chemistry side of the cannabis field. I feel like they're having a lot of fun right now. Right? I'm really kind of... Well, I, I, want I don't envy them I saying because, it. Like, I want it. I, I want to know how they're doing it. Like, it's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. They're over there definitely growing the plant and altering mediums and yes. adding things to the soil and Seeing what the outcome is and doing genetic manipulation of the plant's DNA, using CRISPR and other biotech that we've had access to for a minute. And now they're like, let's use this stuff for a week. It's like, hey, look what I can do, guys. Yeah. You thought last week was crazy. Get a load of this. Look, we done did it all with the food. Let me show you how with this plant. (laughs) That's what I'm really excited about also in the cannabis industry is like, the development of edibles Mm. like we were kind of having a conversation about it when you came in that's why i was saying that i feel like society's outgrown the pot brownie not that we've ever like not that we'll ever actually outgrow it because where there is weed there will be a 14 year old like using their mom's kitchen name to make some brownies or something i'm weak but just like like recently i saw our i found some um water soluble thc powder at suede oh which i just think the fact that they were able to do that is so cool because it's literally like it's literally just like a fine powder it has no taste and it's like five milligrams per pack it's so interesting how they're able to like break things down like that yeah Oh, that's dangerous. Like, the edibles industry, like, that part of it is really, like, exciting me right now. That's where I want to end up. I'm just not old enough yet. Mm. Like, I'm counting down the days till I turn 21. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Wow. But I'm so excited about everything that they're doing over there, too. That Mm. is so cool. Do you want to share with us any of your dreams of doing work in the edible world? first goal is to become a cannabis technician or uh, not a cannabis technician an edibles technician eventual goal is to have an infused shop or something like a little bakery slash bong shop bakeries and bongs i never thought of that well because i just like pretty bongs and collecting them and i like displaying them so if i'm gonna have them there you might as well be able to buy them y'all better come invest in this girl please for real for real Best in black trees. Yes. But, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. 
wow, we covered a lot. We covered it quickly. We did good. We did cover a lot quickly. We did good. I'm so high, Renee. You're so high. Are like, you ready for rapid fire questions? Sure. I don't know that it. I'm going to be able to do rapid fire answers. I mean, <laughs> simple questions. Okay. okay. Do you have a favorite strain? Do I have a favorite strain? Right. Yes. I do. What? Right now, my favorite strain is Orange Walker by Sandro. Oh. They did it. It might be like, my favorite strain, too, girl. It's all because... They just did it. It's, like, 23%, but, like, God, it does not feel like it. And it tastes so good. Imagine it with, like... Mm-hmm. Have you had the Passion for Lemonade Endo? No. Imagine it with that. Oh, well, you ooh. haven't had it, but like, ooh, a citrus wrap. And Endos have a wood tip, so like that even would add to it. Oh, shoot. Like, I really need to get some because that would just be the best thing ever. Not th- I'm out of that weed now anyways, but I'm about to go tomorrow and get more. Love that stuff. Dang. Yeah. And that's one of the ones where, like, I gave it to someone who doesn't really smoke like that. And he even, he was like, yeah, that tastes like orange juice. Mm-hmm. It's, the room smells like orange juice, It actually. does smell like orange juice. Um, I did a pinch hit of it when I got it, and I was like, damn, like, that's crazy. You ever just take a one-hitter straight to your jar because you can't wait? <laughs> oh, no. That's clever. That's probably a great way to taste it without ever doing it. Yeah. Wow. Straight to the jar. I was standing up. Actually... I was literally like I hadn't even gotten home yet. That's a tease, honestly. Like, one hit it, bro. I no. T- what you everybody needs Ooh. a one hitter. Oh. Everybody okay. needs a dugout. Everybody needs a one hitter. Okay, because can you explain to people what a dugout and what a one hitter are? I sure can. So a dugout is basically a little box mm-hmm. that has two compartments in it, one for your weed and one for your one hitter, and you just put your weed in there. Put your one hitter in it. You tap a little weed into the one hitter and light it like a cigarette. Just do a quick little inhale, mm. and it is the perfect on the go high. Like, because you don't need to be baked all the time, but right. sometimes you just need to be not upset. And having mm. a dugout just in your pocket is like, I'm better. Like wow. everything's fine. Wow. Okay. And what do you watch or listen to when you're elevated? Right. <laughs> Right now, my listen of choice has been Poetic Justice by Kendrick Lamar on repeat okay. for hours. Okay. It's not okay, actually. That is... It's a good song, but not like 80 times a day. <laughs> Already know my Spotify rap, next number one song. Like, oh, You know what's weird, too? Last year was like an outlaw country song, and this year it's Kendrick Lamar. You got the range. I got the range. You got the range. Went from Hosier to Tyler Childers to Kendrick Lamar. Like, hey, I don't Switching it up. There's no bad suggestions in there. Never. Period. All right. And then when you get the munchies, what are you reaching for? Oh, that is such a good question. (laughs) Thanks. Lately, I don't even want to say lately, but like this past year i'll get a little too high and i'm just like you know what i need to find acquire a ch- i need to get some sushi right now Ooh. like always just like sushi yes always Interesting. not as it's like a munchie just like that's weekend. my high meal like what not all the time but if i can i love sushi hmm generally and also um were there's originals because when you get caught in that, <laughs> those you will like your save your life. 
No, I have a, <laughs> I have a little uh, set of drawers. Like you know the that I keep all of my weed stuff in. Like I have a papers drawer on the top shelf, Cute. then a Werther's original drawer, then Fun Dip, and then all of my cones on the bottom. Mm. And I just grab a little Werther's original when my mouth gets too dry, and it's just like it helps me out for the day. Damn, that's lit. Yeah. Okay, and then. How and when do you partake? Like, what's your your regimen of how you consume throughout the day? It's so bad. Okay. <laughs> it's so bad. Okay. So, it depends on whether or not I just got paid or not, also. <laughs> like, it's different regimens for my financial situation. Yeah. But when times are exactly as they should be, mm-hmm. I start my day with two Go Pills by the 1906. Oh, okay. They are a uh, five milligram okay. essential, like they're essentially edibles, basically, uh-huh. and they're sativa. And I just that is how I am starting my day with those, mm-hmm. and then I don't do anything until I get off of work, and then it's like a little bite of a mega pearl or like some whatever I ha- whatever edible I'm liking at the moment. I really like these um, chocolate covered espresso beans that they have at Suede uh, by Ooh. Kismet. Ooh. So good. Okay. Those are kind of like a daytime thing, though, because okay. that espresso bean actually does, like, kick in. Wow. But those are really fun. And then random pinch hits throughout the day okay. with my little one-hitter. Okay. And then at night? At night, I usually just have a cart with me. Mm-hmm. Which right now, I have one that just tastes like straight berries. It's amazing. Ooh. Should have brought it with me so you could try it because it is so good. Ooh, I always get so nervous about flavored cards. Like, cause I'm already like, it's not, it's not, I'm not smoking it. I'm confused, and, yeah. and then it tastes flavor artificial. I'm like, it makes me feel like I'm consuming a lollipop, and I don't like those. See, I don't use, I don't usually get cards like that. But um, I was in House Springs not too long ago, and they had a deal. At the dispensary out there, mm-hmm. where they had three full gram carts for a hundred dollars. Oh wow! And That's... I don't know if you've been to like a dispensary looking at carts lately, but half grams are usually sixty five. So Facts. getting those for a hundred dollars immediately sold. Clutch. Like, she, I hate when I go to a dispensary and I get a really good salesperson because I'm so susceptible to just agreeing and like, yeah, here's my, here's everything that I own, like, yeah, just take it. Yeah, you know I mean. You're not that susceptible because you are going for what's the most economical, and they don't always try to sell. That was that. only one of the. One, oh, that was only part of the rest of, that of day. them. Uh, yeah, they be getting you. Yeah, she almost got me with the. They had four for forty on their Keef drinks. That almost got me there because that would have saved me sixteen dollars. But I didn't need four of those drinks. She almost got me though. Wait, it was close. What was in? How much was in each of the drinks? Twenty five milligrams. Which for forty dollars, I I see. I'm so used to Mega Pearls, a hundred milligrams for ten dollars, uh, that I have a hard time even but like. The Keef drinks are phenomenal. I know. Taste, so. Have you had the grape soda one? Um, I think once, and it's probably very good. But the orange God, one just so has good. my heart. If the orange one has your heart, retry the grape soda. Okay. Because the orange one is almost too himby for me now that I've had the grape one what? i also can hardly find the orange soda one anywhere it's always sold out facts because it's fire like yeah. i'm gonna maybe it's like giving me an herbal orange and that's why i like it maybe i'm loving the amount of citrus and weed lately oh 
I see that. It's a good combination. So speaking of citrus and weed, we've talked about like, you know, consuming our cannabinoids and our terpenes through weed, but is there ways that people can consume at least like other things that might have similar stuff to what's in weed and amplifier highs? How do you mean? Yeah, I know. Convoluted question high as fuck. Um, I'm basically asking about foods and stuff that we can eat to alter our high. Yes. So what you if you want, not necessarily to alter your high, but to um, strengthen your endocannabinoid system, which will in turn eventually like make your highs better and more intense. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure like it's not just diet. It's also like activity based. You definitely want to be drinking a lot of water and um getting your fair share of exercise like be like you need to be going on walks and like keeping yourself out of bed and also consuming a lot of omega-3 fatty acids so like if you are able to switch to avocado oil instead of olive oil like make those changes so that your endocannabinoid system can be stronger oh interesting i and also lemon water i like usually will have a water bottle in my hand at all times with lemon water because again citrus is really like good for enhancing your highs and um how thc interacts with your body Mm -hmm. and that way would you say that you could consume less and still have great effects if you add these to your diet definitely and vitamin c too there's a rumor on tiktok that the vitamin c like will completely reset your tolerance and it won't but it will lower it drastically, or at least it will make it feel like THC is more intense. Like, when I was recovering from COVID, like, a year and a half ago, um, I was drinking a lot of those, like, the orange packets that you put Mm -hmm. in your water and stuff, Mm -hmm. and literally the tiniest amount of anything, like, I could have taken five milligrams of Delta 8, and I would have literally been seeing things. Really? Yeah. So... But that was also a lot of that vitamin C, like, unhealthy amounts because, again, COVID. So the rumors are true? Kind of true. They don't reset your tolerance because if you're not actively consuming it, it's not going to, like, carry over. Right. But, like, within that But they day, lower it temporarily yes. is what you hypothesize. Yes. Ooh. It is very much just a hypothesis, though, and that's how it was for me, like... That's what it is for now. Yeah. There's definitely a researcher listening, you know, looking for research questions. And, hey, we would love it if somebody could investigate this. If they, you know, want some young scientists to hire, you know, we'd both be interested in working on this. Yeah, I would love to be a test person for weed. (laughs) You want to be the subject? Yes. Yeah. I I tell everybody. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Also, carrying uh, Nexpanol, the nasal spray yeah. for overdoses, yeah. everybody should also always have that. It, but whether you want it, whether people want to acknowledge it or not, if you are like ingesting cannabis, you are to an extent always going to be tied to people who are doing harder drugs, and you need to be prepared for that. Because right. even if you don't know that person, like, right, always be prepared. Always be prepared, and if you don't smoke cannabis. Yeah, still You're carry it. Save a life. Doing harder drugs, so always Save be prepared. But yeah. especially, I'm keep that thing on you. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we're out of out of questions, and thank you once again. 
<laughs> if you could plug us to, you know, websites, socials, events, or just any sort of opportunities to connect with you. Are you, you know? talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh, I don't really... I try really hard not to have a social presence anywhere. I... <laughs> <laughs> period i try really period. hard to know people in person i think it's important to I... keep a sense of privacy you know okay i li- i have a lot wa- i have three followers on instagram on purpose like i keep it tight like yeah your sister told me i couldn't follow you she'd you be gatekeeping you bro you she'd be gatekeeping me. you i'm weak <laughs> no you can definitely follow me it's just like I like to keep things under wraps. I'm a secretive gal. Period. Plus, I don't think it's good Period. to be talking about like psilocybin and stuff, and then be like, "Follow me on Instagram." Like, ah, you don't need to know where I'm at. Facts. Okay. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for having us here. With that, thank y'all for listening, and we look forward to seeing y'all for the rest of the season. As always, like, comment, subscribe, leave, leave us some feedback for real. We appreciate it. And we also have our merch out now. So between two, season two and season three, we've had a lot of cool updates. And we are going hard this year, y'all. We have these beautiful Join Hypothesis sweatpants with our emblem on the side. They are comfy black sweats. And we got the top to match. And the top is super soft as well. So if you want to get yourself some double-sided short sleeve tees that got the, you know, explanation of the podcast on the back, they look gorgeous. You can find them on our site. Um, you know, our link trees out there, our Instagrams out there, it's on and popping. And we're on other socials too, including Facebook, TikTok, all that stuff, all that jazz, Twitter, you know, you name it, it's out there. So if y'all want to connect with us, get some merch you know like comment subscribe that would be great and with that we look forward to seeing y'all out and around and follow the tiktok yeah you want to follow the tiktok is that what you said they should follow the tiktok they should follow the tiktok bailey's been funny lately bailey's been hilarious our intern has been there cracking jokes because she is 18 and we just kind of let her uh do what 18 year olds do so our tiktok is great if y'all are interested in on the app i'm not on the app because i'm a mother uh <laughs> yeah baileys yeah thanks so last thing to mention before we close out here is that in a tragic turn of events our stock of merch was stolen which means that we can't take any orders at the moment so we're working on getting that restocked and we'll make it known when that happens Um, But yeah, again, in the meantime, we can't take any orders. But yeah, thanks for listening to this episode and have a good one.